Anchor FM, this is Etch the Edges, where we climb the steep cliffs of the divide, the issues that separate us from the right and the left, and we do the hard work of closing that divide to find the common ground we know we all share. I'm D.S. Brown, your host. Welcome to part three of our introductory program. 2020, Icons Fall, Tragedy, the COVID Age, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Rayshard Brooks, Economic Crisis. I think we're all ready to be done with 2020, but in truth, I believe it's a pivotal year. A year of momentous change to be sure, but it's also the turning point, the crossroads. Where we go, we choose. In our last episode, we heard from our guests on the importance of really considering perspective, especially across the ethnic divide. Black lives matter. They must matter. And we must view it and understand it by sharing it, talking about it, exchanging the stories of our lives with those who would be open to listen. Yes, as we stand at the crossroads, this is what we must do. This is the work. And the intent is absolute anti-racism. We must operate with clarity and embrace what this is. It's time to put down the symbols, yes. The statues, the things that divide, all that. It's time to be open and honest about who we are, all of us, where we have been, so that together we can decide where we are going to go. Let's stop the tail from wagging the dog. Let's take command of the stage. Let's march, let's protest. Let's speak, let's listen. And then let us act and hold those who make policy accountable. Let's vote. It all matters. And if we do this, if we truly do this, we will have etched the edges. Let's continue. Consider this critically. If who you are is a compassionate person that cares for the well-being of others, and once policy enacted that exemplifies the platinum rule, then each of us, let's not spend so much time projecting, yelling, complaining, cajoling, trying so hard to push others, especially when we know who our others are. Be concerned with doing the right thing policy-wise for you and your interest, your family. By extension, the rest will take care of itself. After the vote, when we win, use this to hold representatives accountable. They aren't so accountable so much right now, which is often the case anyway, but their level of accountability is up to us. And with the advent of the tools that we have at our disposal, we can hold them more accountable than we ever have before. On this show, we'll highlight the president and his presidency. We'll do it from a factual perspective with passion and positivity, a drive to speak to what's right. We will not convince those who are thoroughly entrenched. We get that. If at this point you still support President Trump, odds are you're voting for him in November. And nothing anyone can say will change that. We understand that. However, some of you sit on the edges. And it is to you that I am speaking. Those of you that are willing to step up and step out, be a little selfish about your vote, I'm asking you to share your act of selfishness with the world. Each of us has to let them know. Your selfish act around your vote for you and your family 
If it resonates with the rest of us, then just by doing that for yourself, you'll be doing that for everyone else. And that's what we need. We need you to care about you. Literally, think about it. Don't go with the crowd. Don't, don't just go for the team. Go for what's right for you. Vote and be selfish. Do you care about America? Do you care about all Americans? Our people are more divided than they ever have been before with regard to the political issues. At least not since some of the greatest conflicts, right? Not since the Civil War. That might be up for debate, but it certainly does feel bad. I tell you that much. We've arrived at this point, and it is painful. It hurts. The Game of Thrones is real, and it should not exist as we work to make our world a better place. Save outside of HBO, of course. Tune in. Watch it. We need to be able to leave it there. Fortunately, it's not the case. And just because it has always been politics as blood sport, it does not mean it should continue. I have lived the result of division and how it harms not just how we get along with each other every day, but how it affects our public policy. We all suffer under it, even if we can't tell it. And that is why voting matters. We're going to take a look at America and we're going to take America back for all Americans. After over 25 years of scorched earth politics and compromise as something evil to be despised, it is high time for real Americans to put things right. To leverage the tools that are being used to divide us, the tools in our hands, words on our lips, the thoughts in our heads. We Americans who are true, true Americans of every ethnicity, creed, and color, at long last, let us stop them from claiming what is ours. Let us start with what we are and what we represent, the ideal, the best of what this nation so often strives for but fails to achieve, prosperity for all. All Americans, no matter who you are or where you come from. Here is what I know. I know that the majority of Americans do not live at the edges. The majority of Americans don't have a desire to hurt one another because of what we believe. The majority of Americans know that we can all live here together and thrive together. Listen, COVID-19 is real. It's killed people. If the U.S. had begun enacting social distancing just a week earlier in March, about 36,000 lives could have been saved. At least that's what the model suggests. That's real. That's real. This is crisis. And we can't diminish that. Scott us. Supreme Court of the United States ruled to uphold Title VII protections for LGBTQ. In my opinion, that's a step forward in the right direction. Like I said, two steps back, three steps forward. Scottis also ruled that Trump could not revoke DACA. The right direction. The hard work will be putting together a plan to keep that over half a million Americans safe and allowing them to contribute to making America great as they all want to do. Hydroxychloroquine 
has not been proven to be a COVID-19 preventative. Neither has ultraviolet light under the skin or swallowing disinfectants. And it does not make for a good joke during an official briefing. You shouldn't have said it. Bottom line. Reading is fundamental. Watching videos and tweeting is not. In fact, social media is a tool that can be a tool if not utilized effectively. It has addictive properties, which have had a direct hand in creating the chaotic world in which we find ourselves living. We've got to find balance. If you are hating on someone, then you are not living your best life. Take a moment and internalize that. And a final word on black men being murdered by police or those who assume police powers as citizens. Once again, the sanctity of life is thrown onto the ground and kicked into the circus. It should not have taken social media to start the march to justice. No, it shouldn't. There should be no conversation around what someone could have done to earn being shot with a shotgun. There should be no conversation around vigilante justice, the likes of which calls for chasing someone down and holding them to account with no authority. The very height of privilege to suppose and argue that there is some sort of justification. No. No, there is none. Social media should not be the platform for character assassination. Nothing warrants murder. We must be plain. This was murder. Manslaughter at worst. Because of perception and perspective, murder at best. Because when you follow a man down the street with a gun, part of you is primed to use it. Prayers and positivity for the families, all the families, that have so, so, aggressively and unwantedly been affected. And know this, when you say voting doesn't matter, you're saying the elected position of district attorney, the prosecutor, doesn't matter. You're saying the judge doesn't matter. You're saying the sheriff doesn't matter. You're saying the policies put in place by the city council doesn't matter. You're saying how your town is managed and how opportunity is parceled out doesn't matter. You're saying who and how you are policed doesn't matter. When in truth, all these things matter. Yes, they come with risk. And yes, they can still go horribly wrong. But make no mistake, it all still matters. As Fannie Lou Hamer said, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Do you know who Fannie Lou Hamer is? If not, Take a moment. Find out. Justice can be slow to see, stand, and act. Walk towards what's right. As exhausted as we may be, and to be sure, to be born of color in America is to realize you were born tired. I can't remember the first time a white man called me a nigger. But I can remember the last time. Thankfully, yes, even here in Georgia, that was over 15 years ago. I love my state and I love my country and I love the people in it, more so because I know so many who are of different ethnicity, who don't look like me but empathize and continuously, fearlessly seek to know my pain. That means everything to me. For in them, I don't just have allies. They are family. I tell you something about America, my America. My America put Barack Obama in the White House. The backlash has been unprecedented, long-lasting, 
And this backlash will scar our souls for generations. But we did that. We still did that. And we'll do it again. For you see, this is my America. And make no mistake, I'm American through and through. We'll cover several important topics on Etchy Edges as we slide into November. Most importantly, I'll continue to talk to you about the vote, why it's critical. We'll talk about challenging topics. We'll lean into discomfort. We'll share. We'll do this all the way through the election. Despite the doom and gloom that many of us may feel, I promise you, we are in a good space to act and make America what we know it can and should be, its best self for all its people. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Etch the Edges. And in closing, all we ask is that you take the time, stop, and consider critically what you're doing, why you're doing it, and what can you do to change things for the better? Lean into discomfort. Have those difficult conversations. And together, I promise you, we'll let you edges. Be good to yourselves and each other. And we'll see you next time.